Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at what is going on in the market today. Looks like total crypto market cap is sitting at $220 billion. Uh, Bitcoin dominance sitting at 52.1%. Bitcoin up slightly over the last 24 hours, along with many altcoins being the same, either slightly up, slightly down. No real big winners today. And just so you know, this is, is episode 52. Don't Those of you that listen to 51 already, it may sound like it's starting off as the same. No need to check whatever device you're listening on. Nothing has happened over the last 24 hours other than some very little sideways movement as this thing squeezes tighter and tighter. All right, so let's crack open a beer and see what's going on in the crypto news today. All right, so institutions are more bullish on Bitcoin than retail investors. That's according to Fundstrat, a survey conducted by Wall Street strategy firm Fundstrat suggests that once institutional investors are interested in Bitcoin, they become even more bullish than their retail counterparts. Why do you think that is? I think it's because they have a bigger understanding, a better understanding of what it is and what the potential is. Uh, both institutional and retail investors said that they believe Bitcoin price had bottomed. Institutions were more confident by a 10% margin. Institutions were also more bullish on Bitcoin's prospects in 2019. 57% stating they believe the Bitcoin price would end the year above 15,000 compared to 40% of retail investors. So the greatest divide between institutions and, and crypto Twitter appeared when investors were asked to predict the best performing cryptocurrency of, 20, of 2019, as well as identify the least favorite token. Institutions, Bitcoin was the runaway favorite for best performing token, 59% of the vote. And then EOS was second at 18% with Ethereum, Neotron, and Stellar also receiving votes. All of these are different ones I have mentioned in the past with a true working product. So keep that in mind. That is why institutions are looking at a lot of the, what they call retail investors or crypto Twitter. A lot of what the retail investors are looking at are a lot of coins that don't have a lot of functional use, just a lot of hype right now. And that's the difference. All right. So banks are enthusiastic towards crypto waiting for regulators to invest. So banks have started to acknowledge they need to invest in the market to keep up with developments in cryptocurrency and blockchain space, but they're currently awaiting the green light from reg regulators and financial authorities. Think about it. So in the past, we've talked about Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, Morgan Stanley. Those are three of the largest investment banks in the U.S. They've already uh, developed a wide range of products, including custodian solution to serve institutional investors in the cryptocurrency market. Currently right now, just a custodial service for many of them. You'll see a lot of trading platforms once we get some clear direction on regulations. The last thing one of these institutions wants to do is set up a, an exchange or an investment vehicle centered around cryptocurrency that falls within the current scope of the law. And then regulations come out that make that obsolete. Uh, so many are, it's kind of a wait and see type thing. Morgan Stanley said that developed infrastructure required to provide complex derivatives tied to Bitcoin with the plans of launching Bitcoin swap trading as soon as a bank sees enough demand, demand from institutions for crypto. So a lot happened in the crypto space. I'll talk a little bit more about that in the crypto education corner. Just remember, pay attention to what's happening. If Bitcoin was truly already hit its peak, 
and 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 we've seen the best we had we were going to see in December, then we would not have everything going in the cryptocurrency space that you're seeing right now from these big institutions. All right, so let's take a look at another country that is experiencing hyperinflation and turning to Bitcoin. So with inflation in Argentina expected to rise above 40% before the close of the year, the demand for Bitcoin in Argentina has surged and cryptocurrency ATM firms are projecting a large increase in the number of devices they plan to install in the country. Currently, there's only two Bitcoin ATMs in Argentina, both of them located in Buenos Aires, which is the capital. But by the end of the year, this figure could rise up to 30. The two machines were installed in the last three weeks and one, with one activated on September 18th, while the newest came online October 3rd, so just yesterday, according to Coin ATM Radar. Now, if you're not familiar, Coin ATM Radar is a mobile app that you can download that will show you on a map where Bitcoin ATMs are located in your area using your location services. Uh, funny thing is, I'd use Coin ATM Radar on not my first, but one of my first cryptocurrency purchases when I drove about an hour away to hit up a Bitcoin ATM. All right, so the loss of value in the Argentinian peso vis-a-vis -vis to the US dollar. So it's resulted in marked growth of cryptocurrency transactions. In other words, the Argentinian peso is declining rapidly. All right, so next up, a new name, new company, not necessarily a new company, let's, let's rephrase that. Uh, new to the crypto and blockchain space with a complete pivot. So it's a pivot into security and computing. Software company and former smartphone manufacturer BlackBerry has released a blockchain-powered platform. Now, the new product focuses on the healthcare field, according to a press release yesterday. So per the announcement, BlackBerry has partnered with technology firm OneBio to develop a blockchain-backed ultra-secure ecosystem designed for storage and sharing of med medical data, Information can be entered by patients, laboratories, and Internet of Things biometric devices. Once entered, data will further be anonymized and shared with the researchers. So this is a pretty interesting development for BlackBerry. Now, recently, BlackBerry had tried to make a resurface, uh, putting out some new cell phones, both a complete, you know, touchscreen cell phone. And then for the nostalgic ones, they had a phone that was kind of like half touchscreen and half had a physical keyboard. Both of them didn't see a whole lot of sales. You know, BlackBerry apparently realizes they've got to diversify. You can't compete with some of the phone giants today. They've lost that competitive edge when they had it. And now it looks like they're pivoting to blockchain and healthcare. So this will be interesting to see how this unfolds. All right, next up, Gemini Cryptocurrency Exchange announced that customer assets are now covered by insurance. So it comes through a consortium of global insurers uh, who are organized by a company called Aon. A new virtual asset insurance covers now stands alongside FDIC insurance for U.S. dollars. So head of risk of Gemini, Youssef Hussein, wrote in October 3rd Medium Post how the company was able to secure coverage after a series of due diligence roadshows with industry-leading insurers. So this is very interesting. A lot of, uh, lot of the, not a lot, but some of the uh, disputes I've heard are rejections as to why people may not want to put their money into cryptocurrency. It's because it's not FDIC insured, such as banks are. Uh, now, Gemini is setting the stage and setting the standards, showing that, hey, it can be done. You can insure crypto assets. Now, with that, you have to have your assets stored on a Gemini exchange or Gemini wallets, but not decentralized exchanges. Because remember, in decentralized exchanges, you are the bank. You are the security 
You are the insurer. You own all. You are responsible for all. All right, that's it for our crypto news today. Let's jump into crypto education. Let's talk a little bit about what to do during this bear market. Now, whether we're seeing a reversal, we've already bottomed out. Typically, that first wave of a reversal is not really clear yet that it is a reversal. So are we still in a down bear market or have we seen bottom and we're reversing back up? Only time will tell, hopefully soon. Hopefully over the next few weeks, we'll see some indication of which way we're heading. But what do you do during this, you know, during this bear market? And I like to compare this to, uh, you know, a lot of, I, I talk to people all the time about it. It's very similar to the dot-com bubble bust back in the 2000s. Now, I was just getting out of high school, going into college around the 2000s, and didn't really get a chance to participate financially as I was a broke college student into that dot-com bubble. But what happened? So you saw a bunch of dot-com companies, just about any company that, that labeled themselves as a dot-com company was booming, right? They were making money hand over fist. Companies were growing. And then what did you see in the early 2000s? You saw the dot-com bubble burst, right? What happened from that bubble burst? A lot of great things came from that bubble burst. A lot of those companies that just really weren't good players in the field disappeared slowly, some quickly. But what happened was after that, a lot of infrastructure, a lot of technology growth, a lot of uh, technology was pumped into those dot-com companies and look where we, are, where we are today compared, you know, in relation to the dot-com bubble burst from that time to now, how much more advanced is that dot-com, that internet industry? And think about this, that's very similar to what's happening with blockchain right now, right? So we saw a big spike in Bitcoin back in December of last year. Many called a bubble and it's safe to say maybe most of that spike was a bubble. That bubble busted, right? And we've been seeing a decline all year. But what's happening under the scene? I mean, you heard me talk about it in the in the market news today. And if you've been listening for a while, go back to past episodes. Really, everything that I highlight in the crypto news is focused around what's happening in the space, in the crypto and blockchain space with infrastructure. Billions and billions of dollars are being pumped into infrastructure. And think about it. I said it earlier. All this money would not be being pumped into this space if it was seen as a declining or dying market. No, this is just one wave of bigger things to come. And what you're going to see happen is when the next wave, the next bull market emerges, you're going to see new highs. You're going to see highs much higher than what we saw in December of last year because the true infrastructure in place. And, and let's face it, there's some cryptocurrencies that aren't going to make it. But if you go back on coin market cap and look at the market history, the market snapshot from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, there's a lot of different cryptocurrencies that were in the top that are either no longer around or, you know, maybe, yeah, technically they're still around, but they're way towards the bottom, you know, way, 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 way at the bottom, not anywhere near even to the top 500 cryptocurrencies, right? So just remember that. Uh, but what, what do you do need to do right now? You need to up your knowledge, prepare. If you say you're going to wait to invest until the bull market returns, you're going to miss out. Start looking at what, you know, what looks like some good buys. What can I get into? If you're looking to buy and hold a down market is the best time to buy. You don't want to wait till things start moving up because then you're going to be doing what they call FOMO buying. You're going to buy out of the fear of missing out versus taking action when you should have, because you know, you missed a dip and you don't want to miss it again. You're going to find yourself buying at the top of another uh, cycle and you don't want to do that. So what else can you do? YouTube, Facebook groups, Telegram channels, books. So 
YouTube, there's tons of people on YouTube talking about crypto. So you got to be really aware of who you follow. Uh, my book that I have on Amazon that's for sale as a Kindle ebook. So you can download the book right away or buy the paperback. Now, if you buy the paperback, you do get the downloadable ebook for free. But that book is called From No Crypto to No Crypto, the same name as this podcast. You can get that on Amazon. That lists a lot of who to follow on YouTube, what Facebook groups to get involved in, what Telegram channels to look at. So you want to look at that, see who to follow. The biggest Facebook group out there that I find is very you know, filled with much of information, much of useful information, is a crypto coin trader group. There's over 100,000 members and there's a handful of admins and moderators that keep the, keep the junk out of the group, keep the spam out of the group. And I find now anytime you get a group that big, there are some things that get out there, some trolls in the comments, but you know, that's no matter where you're going, but it's really some good content when you pay attention to what they're posting, what kind of information is out there and what they're teaching. So make sure you, you know, do, do your due diligence, figure out who to follow, make sure you follow on reputable sources, join some good Facebook groups. I also have a Facebook group called Crypto Insight Channel, kind of pivoting that group right now to be focused on education as well. So you can join that Facebook group as well. And many, many of the top cryptocurrencies that, that have development teams working, they have Telegram channels to where you can keep up to date with what's going on in the crypto space. All right. So next up, what, what else can you do? Meetup groups. So find one around you. So there's an app called Meetup that, that you can find all kinds of different meetups. Now you can find not just crypto meetups, but you can find on any topic you could think of, right? There's a group of people that want to get around and talk about, uh, you know, you know, sewing. There's sewing groups. But if you want to learn about cryptocurrency, find some crypto meetup groups in your area and go check them out. See what, see what they're about. You know, we've, I'm down in Louisiana and we've got the New Orleans blockchain organization. We've got the Cadiana blockchain organization, both that have meetups, um, both that have meetups, you know, regularly, at least on a once a month basis to where you can get together and just kind of collaborate and learn what everybody's into. So join some meetup groups, expand your knowledge. You know, Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, has stated many times that the power of the mastermind is something that is beyond measure, much more, you know, much more powerful than just the individual. So think about that, join some meetup groups and get out there. All right. So other than that, practice, practice, practice. If you want to get into day trading, don't sit here and say, okay, I'm going to wait until the market starts moving back up and I'm going to start day trading. No, start playing around now. You can do what's called paper trading. What's paper trading? You don't actually put any money in the site. You just pull up the exchange, mark on a paper when you would buy, what you would buy it at, and then go back in and see what happens if you would sell it. Would you win that trade? Would you lose that trade? Or just start with a small amount of money and start playing with those trades because you're not only up in your trading skills, but you also need to work on your emotional game, right? Learn how to take the emotion out of it. What happens, right? You buy something while it's dipping and it keeps dipping. You think, oh crap, I'm going to lose my money. It's not coming up. You panic, sell lower than what you bought it at. What happens there? When it comes back up, you're completely out of the game and you've already lost money. So there's a lot of things you need to do to up your game if you want to be in trading. There's also some other resources that I do mention in my book that you can use to learn about trading. It's been very helpful to me over the last year and a half, almost two years now that I've been actually trading. First part of my crypto journey was just buying and holding before I started to really understand what I was doing. All right. And then last thing I want to touch on, and this is kind of not even related to this, but back to security. 
I gave an example about never Google a website, always type in the actual website address. And I did, I did this tonight. So I was downloading the Brave browser onto my computer. I've, got, I've been using the Brave browser on my phone for a while now. I really like it. The Brave browser uh, is built on a blockchain. It, it uses the basic attention token to reward content providers with cryptocurrency. And it also has some really great ad blockers and cookie blockers and, and a, lot of, uh, a, lot of, a lot of good security. And it's very fast. I find it's faster than Google Chrome. But just, just for a test, I Googled Brave browser. And the first result was not the actual Brave site. It was, a, it was a website that was a boosted ad, so it was advertised, which means it showed up first in the results, but it wasn't the correct site. The second one, brave.com, was actually the site I needed to go to for the download when the first site it gave me was actually brave.io. Now, I didn't click on brave.io. Don't know if it's a phishing site, a spam site, or maybe even Brave might even have it as a redirect, but I know for me personally, I, I, I wasn't going to click on it to check it out, so... Just another example of what to do to make sure whenever you go on a website, you're visiting reputable websites. Uh, that way you are protecting yourself. So up your skill, up your security, start learning everything. What you do now over the next few months, depending on when this bull market returns, is going to determine how well you do uh, up then. Most people say, I'm going to wait. I'm going to come back whenever things start booming. And that is not the way to go because if you want to win big, you want to up your skills, learn more now while there's not a lot going on, uh, while you have the opportunity to, you know, really just become the best you when it comes to investing and trading and you're ready to rock and roll when this bull market returns, waiting on the bulls to show up. All right. I said it before I need to find another bull sound, but that's the only one I've got. So, all right, that's it for our episode today. Uh, just, just a reminder, like I said before, uh, I do have a Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. All the news articles that we cover in these podcasts can be found on From No Crypto to No Crypto. Make sure if you haven't already, give the page a like. Also hit the follow button and select see first. That makes sure you never miss an update, never miss a podcast episode. Anytime we post something, you get to see it. It's guaranteed to show up on your timeline if you select see first. And that is it for episode today. I want to thank you for listening in and we'll catch you on the next episode.